Hi everyone, it's Queen, your host of Unapologetically Queen. Um, I know the last time I released any shows it was, hell I don't know what day it was, but I released three. Well, I kind of wanted to touch base on, not so much touch, touch base, I wanted to add on to the last Um, episode I had which was over mental health I know I stressed over how important it is to take care of your mental and work on you and become a better you but I have had some people that are very close to me near and dear and they're struggling with their mental health right now and I saw a post on Facebook last night saying how A lady had a pill in her hand saying how to some people it's just a pill, but to others it's what controls their happiness or, I mean, their whole mental health. Y'all, it takes not just yourself, but it takes a whole army to put forth the effort of working on your mental health. You have to want to reach out for the help. If that small little white pill helps you, take it. I'm not even going to lie. I take mine every day. There are some times I want to test the waters to see how I feel if I don't take it. And I know that I need that medicine. I know that my antidepressants help me, especially with me being a single mom, like, It's not easy. It really isn't. And I have such a strong-willed little boy. And it's... Yes, there's days that it feels like everything's piling on top of me. There are days I feel like I don't have enough support. There are days that I'm just... I don't feel like myself or I don't want to be a mom or whatever it may be. But I also know that If I get to that point, I have to reach out for help. If, you know what, I got a story for y'all. Okay, haha, story time. Um, So those of you that know me do know that the beginning of my um, motherhood was pretty rocky. I had just became a new mom to something that disgustingly came out of me. While also battling depression and anxiety and all these emotions that I didn't know what to do with. I, hell, I just lost my own mom. I felt like I didn't have support. I felt like it was just going to be me and Carter forever. Like it was just going to be us alone all day, every day. Luckily my support system started kicking in and hell shout shout out to mama Krista, Brianna, LaShawn, Stacia. Y'all hella stuck it out because I was an emotional wreck. I didn't know hell, I didn't know what I was doing. There were times Brianna came over and half the time I wouldn't know that she was there because I I just needed to sleep. And she'd sit there and let me sleep and she'd take care of Carter. 
Um, there were nights that there was a night that Carter wouldn't stop crying. So we just sat there and cried together. And that night, Latrice texted me and asked me if I was okay. And I just let it all out. Next thing you know, she's knocking on my door with chocolate ice cream and sat with me on my couch to let me cry and talk to me for like a good hour or two. There were nights that I was breastfeeding and Carter wouldn't latch. And I don't know what it is, but whenever the baby does not latch, it it literally fucks with you. Like, it makes you feel like, oh my God, this is like the natural way to feed your kid and you can't fucking do it. The baby won't latch. Like, it's frustrating. All of those things ties into a night that after a, I want to say Carter's about a month or two, I was preparing to start going back to work and... I quit taking my antidepressants because I felt like superwoman. Like, I felt great. I didn't need them. I even told my aunt I didn't need them. I didn't tell my doctor. I just quit taking them. And, excuse me, one night, prior to this, I I didn't have to, I've never coped with Carter crying without being on my antidepressants or anything. And he sat there and just cried and cried and cried. I gave him gas drops. It didn't soothe him. Gave him teething tablets. It didn't soothe him. A bottle. Tried breastfeeding. I tried everything to soothe him and nothing worked. And that split second when the last thing I tried to soothe him was to give him his bottle again, I blacked out. No, I didn't hurt my baby because I stopped myself before I could. But in my old apartment, like behind my bedroom door, you could see like there's like a little divot in the wall because I threw his bottle because he wouldn't take it. I was frustrated. I didn't know what to do. It was literally just me at home with him. And he would not stop crying. Everything I did, he just cried and cried and cried. And I honestly felt myself getting ready to hurt him. So instead, I shook out of it, laid him in the middle of the bed so he wouldn't roll off the floor. Ooh, y'all, sorry, I'm tired. Anyways, and shut the bedroom door, let him scream, and I walked outside, sat on the porch, got some fresh air, and I called my aunt. And no questions asked. She dropped everything she was doing. And she came over, sat with Carter, let me sit in my room and cry. And that scared me. I'm pretty sure I locked myself in my apartment for a good week after that because who in the right mind would want to hurt something so precious, you know? And... That day that I realized that what I did was super wrong and super scary, I called Mama Krista and I just cried. In fact, that following weekend was the first weekend Carter had ever went anywhere without me. She kept him. And I finally went back to work. But that 
that goes with saying, if you have to take antidepressants to feel yourself or to feel normal or to feel in, like to feel sane, take them. Don't wait until you're about to literally lose your shit to realize that, oh, I need help. I did that that one time. And after that, I realized that I needed my antidepressants. I needed that little pill that a lot of people talk down on. A lot of people say, oh, it's, you don't need it. You, you just need to learn how to cope with things. No, sometimes people really need that because having a baby is a lot. Postpartum is a lot. Depression itself is a lot. If you need that help, reach out and get that help. Even if it's just, you just want to sit there and cry, reach out. I just, I feel like postpartum depression isn't talked about enough. Depression isn't talked about enough. Hell, mental health isn't talked about enough. And especially in the black community, it... I never I have never heard the word depression until my ass got older. I mean, I come from a family that has strong-willed women, intelligent ass women. Whether they're raising kids on their own or they have a little bit of help, they still get shit done. They don't ever they don't ever show that they're depressed. They don't ever show that they're heartbroken or they're hurt, nothing. So growing up, I never really knew what depression was. I never knew what anxiety was. I Hell, I never even learned about postpartum until I had to experience it myself. Stuff like that isn't talked about in the black community. And that is something that needs to be talked about a lot more. I have a friend that... I love the hell out of this woman. And I'm not going to say her name. I just know she's listening to this. She knows exactly who I'm talking about. When she finally told me she wanted to go see a therapist. Y'all, I cheered for her. She didn't know that I was even cheering because she had texted me. But let me tell you, I was hella rooting for that because she's been fighting battles that she does not even speak on. She's been fighting so many demons and to see that she's finally doing her writing which is something that she fucking adores she loves doing and she's busting her ass at work and being a mom and juggling a relationship like she's finally doing shit that she loves to do and for her to reach out and tell me that she wants to seek help through a therapist and that she made an appointment. Y'all bet y'all sweet ass. I held her accountable. It's like, bitch, you're going to that appointment. Like, go. Not only that, she found a black therapist to go see. Now, some of y'all are probably thinking, oh, my God, why is she pointing out race in this? Listen, in the black community, shit like this is not spoken about, like sp spoken on. Y'all, I'm fucking tired, okay? Don't judge. Don't judge <laughs> the mispronunciation of shit, okay? But 
in the black community, a lot of this shit isn't talked about. A lot of this shit isn't seen. You have to deal with a lot of trauma. And that's not just in the black community, but I know with me growing up, the sh- half of the shit that I seen, y'all, my ass should have seen a therapist a long ass time ago. Like all bullshit aside, I really should have. But there's a lot of shit that we don't talk about in our families. There's a lot of shit that is hidden in our families. I don't know if that's just a pride thing or what, but y'all see there's a, in black families, there's a lot of shit that, that is not spoke on. There's a lot of things that aren't even dealt with. You have to deal with trauma. You deal with it on your own. You don't, your parents are going to be like, oh my God, my kid just needs help. Let's send them to therapy. No, they don't do that. Now, if you do come from a black family that does that, kudos to you. That's beautiful. But I know with me and my family, they ain't did that shit. I had one of the sweetest moms. I really did. She was crazy. And may she rest in peace. I love the, I loved the hell out of that woman. But we never really talked about mental health. Ever. My first time ever seeing a therapist, I was like, what, 11 or 12? I didn't say shit to that woman because I was like, I ain't telling you my business. You already got it in your little book. I ain't telling you. That was my whole mindset whenever I was a kid. But then after losing my mom and then finding out I was pregnant, getting into a wreck, not even wanting the baby to keep in Carter and literally doing this shit on my own. I was like, y'all, I got to get my head straight before I bring this baby into this world because, uh, I'm not about to be fucked up and not deal with my inner demons or deal with the trauma that I dealt with or my heartache or any of that and try to take care of a baby too. I had to realize I needed to take care of myself and take charge now instead of waiting till the last minute to where I either hurt myself or I hurt my son. And y'all, Miss Linda is by far the best therapist I have ever had. I mean, I guess I've only had one other one, but she... doesn't really dig she literally will ask you one question and everything just comes out and it felt so damn good to hear her say the last time that we talked that she can see my growth and my happiness since we talked a few months ago I can be honest I really ain't shit at all but From where I was the last time her and I met, like from when we first met up until now, I have grown, I would say about a mile and a half, maybe two miles, saying 10 miles is a a lot, but I have stretched and grown so much as a person, as a woman, and as a mother since I've last spoke with her before the last time we talked. 
The first couple times her and I talked, there was nothing but crying. And I know a lot of people say that their therapy sessions are personal. And that's fine. I open up about stuff like this because I hope that one day anything that I say helps someone else. So if it takes for you to listen to this podcast, for you to go out and get help, please do. If it takes for you to drop everything that you're doing to go reach out for help, do it. Work on you. You cannot move forward or take care of anyone else if you can't take care of yourself first. And that has been the hardest pill I've had to swallow because I didn't know how to take care of myself. I didn't know... And I don't mean that like physically, I mean that mentally. Like I was always putting someone else first. I would let my whole demeanor get down. And here lately, y'all, I I've just my new mindset has changed, my new demeanor, I my d- demeanor has changed everything about me. I feel has changed within the last few months. It takes a lot to put your mental health first. It takes a lot to put yourself first, especially whenever you're a mom. Or if you're just raising kids. Hell, they don't even have to be your kids. They can be somebody else's crotch goblins. But it takes a lot to take that step to take care of yourself. I'm a firm believer that if I can step out of my comfort zone and do it, anyone else can too. Yeah, it's not easy. It it really isn't easy at all. The shit's hard. Being the root of your own happiness is fucking exhausting. It's hard. But once you figure out how to do it, it is so damn rewarding. Hearing people tell you that you look happier or you have this glow about you because you're no longer carrying that hurt or pain with you, that is a beautiful ass feeling. So I'm going to end this podcast with saying, reach out for help. I'm here. Unapologetically queen. Y'all, I can't even say my own damn name. We now have an email. And it's unapologeticallyqueen2020 at gmail.com. If you need someone to talk to, reach out to me. If you need help finding that guidance to get a therapist or to get the help that you need, reach out to me. I can help you figure that out. I can help you find the right person that you need to speak to. But let me help you. Let me be there for you. I'd rather you reach out to me than you do something and you later on regret it or you hurt someone or I don't know. I'd just rather you just reach out. Ask for help. Get help. Take care of you. Take care of your mental health because at the end of the day, that is very important. Thank you for listening to this podcast, guys. I really hope you guys are enjoying it. Um, Don't forget to go on the Facebook page and like, share, comment on the giveaway page because the 19th is coming up really soon 
And that is when the giveaway ends. But I hope you guys have a wonderful evening or day, whatever part of the universe you're on. Um, Have a good night.